Yeah. I mean, you won't you won't do that painstakingly, right? It's a I mean, that's, yeah, if there's 75 listing sites, you have 60 locations. Tell me how you're going to do that just yeah. for one day on, let's say, Thanksgiving or Christmas Day. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Local Marketing Lab, where you get real-world insights from industry pros to help you drive local revenue and local growth. This podcast is brought to you by Evocalize, digital marketing tools powered by local data that automatically work where and when your locations need it most. Learn more at evocalize.com. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Local Marketing Lab. Joining us today in the lab is a guest with over 20 years of marketing experience focused on the restaurant and hospitality space. She loves photography, is actually featured in some of the main photography websites. She loves NASCAR, has a passion for travel, and she's the VP of Marketing at Ginya. Kai Palmatier, thanks for joining us in the lab, my friend. Thank you, Justin. I really am happy to actually kick off my very first podcast. So thank you for having me. Appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for giving giving us the first shot at, at having you on a podcast. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I can't, uh, after, you know, having talked to you a little bit before jumping on, I, I am surprised that this is your first one, especially since I've been seeing like tons. Me everywhere. Of, <laughs> yes. You are all over on LinkedIn. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. Tell me about yeah. that. Uh, well, I think it's just the perfect timing. So if a friend uh, recommended it or if a friend introduced me to, you know, think that they are, it's near and dear to their hearts, that's when I, you know, say yes. Um, mm. I try and kind of be like cordial um, in the industry. But a lot of the times I would go to our PR firm and say, it's like, I don't know if this is something that I would want to do. <laughs> No, you can do it. You can do it. Oh, but no, if I can do it. Yeah. So it's, you know, uh, to date, probably I've had only four speaking gigs. And then this is the first um, podcast. Very cool. And and what is with what's behind the buzz? Because I see you were just on the cover of what was it? FSR magazine. Yes, correct. Uh, we are actually 2023 breakup brand of the year. Virginia was chosen by FSR. Um, this is their kind of fourth year um, choosing full-service restaurant as a breakout brand of the year. Um, I don't know if you've seen any of our uh, marketing stunts and campaigns uh, last year. We really launched Virginia to a new level. It's been in the business for 13 years. It started in Japan, and mm. we, you know, just said, you know, it's time for everyone to know Jinya. And a lot of people think that Jinya's market is Asian community. No. I'm Asian. We know already where to go, what to, you know, what to eat. It, it's yeah. like you don't have to market to us. We come to the places typically. But um, with Jinya, our market is the Western palate. Mm -hmm. and what better way to introduce our brand and to partner with the great American race. So that's why um, we partner with NASCAR. And there's like a whole backstory with that. We actually um, 
when we were choosing what sporting events we are going to partner with, mm -hmm. this is one of those that everyone looks at me like, what? NASCAR? Ramen and racing? And yeah. it, it makes sense. And then I will tell you why it makes sense. Our peak season is from starting fall, once it gets cold, September until February. Mm -hmm. um, NASCAR runs from February to November. It is the longest running uh, sport around. It has 36 races. Also on their stats, um, it is one of those sporting events that has 78% loyalty to sponsors from their yes, from the NASCAR enthusiast, yes. Yeah. Um, uh, higher than NHL, MLB, NFL, NBA. So we really knew this is, you know, the path that we wanted to take, introduce it to the great American race. And we are just fortunate enough that they have the very first American Asian um, driver of Japanese descent. It's actually Kyle Larson. So we partner with Kyle Larson. We are his official restaurant partner together mm. with his team. Yes. And he is the number two most sellable merchandise, number two most popular driver, and probably historically the best driver right now because mm -hmm. that, that guy can drive anything you give him. <laughs> uh, it's, it's true. Uh, dirt track, ridge track, uh, truck, cup, sprint. Right now, he's training for the Indy 500. So um, wow. there's a couple more reasons why we partner with them. NASCAR celebrated 75 years last year. Very perfect. And we are their first kind of, of Asian concept that joined you know, their pool of sponsors. And then this year is the 40th anniversary of Hendrick Motorsports. So mm. we piggyback on all of those things. We really strategically partner with them for a lot of different reasons. And then Kyle is going to attempt to drive 1,100 miles in one day, 500 wow. in, in, in the morning, Memorial Day weekend, and then 600 in the evening in Charlotte. So he'll be flying from Indiana to Charlotte in one day. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. That, you know, that type of marketing works. I, I did um, a couple of years ago, I led the the Razor marketing brand team over at Polaris. And part of that was I managed the off-road race team. And we like, I 100% understand, you know, the value in, in leveraging racers for your marketing. Um, now, granted, we weren't the size of NASCAR, uh, but it is a, it's a really fun, exciting thing to be able to tie your brand to. And if you could tie your brand to that at excitement, then people, you know, automatically associate you with the good, high energy, good feelings, you know. Yes, it's just, uh, you know, one of those things that fell into places and we really didn't miss a beat when it comes to capitalizing all this, you know, major milestones or events that's happening. And right now... It is now a trend or a culture or a movement, ramen and racing. So if you like, <laughs> you, you'll never hear that anywhere now. It's ramen and racing. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, seriously, that's pretty awesome. Oh, you don't want to race to your ramen too fast. You might burn your mouth. <laughs> <laughs>
That's a good one. Yeah. Um, so with all this rapid growth that your team's been seeing, is there any specific thing other than this race piece? Is there anything like on a local level that you guys have been doing that you think has been working really well? Yes. So last year between the main goal is increase brand awareness and sustain the market. And how do we do that? Um, we've standardized a lot of things. We partner with different, um, providers to really kind of enhance the experience from a customer level. So we made sure that our online presence is actually standardized. It's like you can see us everywhere. And part of a growing brand, as you know, it's hard to update, let's say an hour, like hours of operation during the holidays. Yeah. I mean, you won't, you won't do that painstakingly, right? Yeah, if there's 75 listing sites, you have 60 locations. Tell me how you're going to do that just yeah. for one day on, let's say, Thanksgiving or Christmas Day. So yeah. we have um, a platform uh, called Yex that does a, you know update for that on online listings, review sites as well. Um, we made sure that every single platform that's out there were there, uh, even if you know it didn't make sense when threads came came out, look at yeah. it now. I don't know if anyone is actually using. Sometimes yeah. it's funny when you go there, actually. You, you'll you catch a lot of funny things from brands. It's pretty hilarious, but, you know, the, really you can't track, you know, anything from that. Mm -hmm. So, but we made sure that um, this year, last year, actually, we started last year standardizing everything from streamlining the processes to uh, making sure we're available in all listing sites and then all social media is updated. If we have, we roll out LTOs every quarter. Mm. You know about that from the email, social media, um, digital ads that we place. Uh, it keeps running. We will have video. We will be, um, you know, partnering with local community, trying to promote that as well. So mm -hmm. That's something that we really think it's very critical for us being, again, an Asian concept. You have to touch on the local community and, you know, let them know that you exist or your mm -hmm. business exists and there and that if anything, they can reach out to you. And I think um, one of the things that we really encourage our partners, you know, some of the franchise owners is that um, this are your walking advertising. If you do mm -hmm. something good to the community without even publicizing it, it will come back twice fold. Um, one of the things that we did at Overland Park, Kansas, was I think one of the best that we've ever done. The owner there is very good with community um, involvement. So he did a Make-A-Wish gala oh. three days prior to his grand opening. Mm -hmm. You won't believe the amount of support that he had. He didn't publicize it. It's just his way of giving back to this community. Mm -hmm. That's something that really is near and dear to our heart is making sure that every location actually, you know, does the outreach in the community. Maybe at a school, you do those student of the month and then you give them, you know, gift cards at Virginia. Oh. Those kids love those things. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, they work so hard during the, you know, the whole month and they're going to be student of the month and you give them, you partner with the school and then give it as, you know, their 
kind of recognition rewards. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where when I think of ramen, it's it's not as uh, mainstream in uh, areas that aren't like metropolitan areas. So when you when you do get into the community and you access that access folks in places like elementary schools and stuff like that, it's giving them the free you know taste of hey, this is really cool. I'm sure the kids love it because my kids love ramen. It's something that's just like noodles, like everyone for the most part loves noodles. Right. So yes. getting them, getting them like in, in the, in the store is what's important. Then they'll keep coming back once they get a, a taste for, for how good the food and experience actually is. And we have the probably best and not being biased kids <laughs> meal out there. It, it is a jam packed kids meal and it's all homemade. That's uh-huh. one thing. You have an option of, and it's in one pack, um, as low as $10, depending on, you know, location. You have your ramen, you have your rice bowl, you have your salad. And because kids love the fries, you have the fries too. And then you get a treat at the end and then you have a scoop of ice cream. I mean, who gets $10? Kids meal like that. And most of the, we just recently opened our 60th location in Topanga, believe it or not. It was mostly kids who dragged their parents <laughs> on the grand opening and That's said, awesome. I want to go to gym. Yes. So it's really, you know, critical for us to touch on that. And then a lot of people still don't know it. And we're still, you know, trying to make sure that people are aware, you know, you can have a quality meal homemade at our restaurant. We have that offering. Yeah. No, it's, that's very nice. Yeah. The next thing you know, when you're talking about all this marketing with the kiddos, you know, I, I feel like I'm going to see a cartoon with like Kyle Larson as a superhero and somehow <laughs> leveraging Virginia. <laughs> um, if you haven't seen it yet, so one of the big ones that happened last year, uh, we, you know, we had a licensing agreement with New Era, Kyle Larson, Hendrick Motorsports, and Virginia. Mm-hmm. And we came out with a shirt and a hat. So if you go to Virginia right now, if you look at our menu, the front one is a truck with girls um, slurping on noodles, uh-huh. like a NASCAR tr- truck. But his shirt that we launched through New Era is actually on the back. It's a caricature of him eating ramen on top of his car. And it says, we're crazy about ramen. So it's it's been That's funny. really improvement. Yes, yes. That's awesome. So if you had some suggestions for folks, local operators who are really trying to, you know, kick their marketing in gear, maybe something they could do today or sometime this week, what would you suggest that they do? Don't be afraid to be online. A lot of, you know, one-off owners, they're so scared because they're scared of one you know, bad negative review that came out versus all the 99 that are good. Mm-hmm. So some, sometimes I ran into owners like that or, you know, entrepreneurs that they're so scared to be online. In this digital age, you have to be competitive. You have to make sure that you are available in like Apple Maps, Google Maps, you know, a, a one day to do searches. Uh, you're always at the top of everyone's mind. So if there is 
a specific restaurant that you think of when it comes to wings? I'm not going to name some because mm-hmm. I don't want to sound biased. And then there's a specific uh, burger chain when you think of burger. That's how we want it to be. When you think of ramen, you only think of Jinya. And that's, you know, our main goal for people to understand. Yeah. When they have that craving. Because right now, what we're doing is creating craveability on, you know, certain ramen aspects. And not just at the small plates. So we would, any best-selling, we'd take it out and just put it on LTO. And people were like, hate it. Bring back this, bring back yeah. that. So that's something that I, you know, that we've been doing, and I know it drives everyone crazy. But it's something that you know that they think of you. So yeah. I want to, you know, kind of tell you know other marketing um, people out there or owners, don't be afraid. Just make sure that you are available within reach with everyone, and make sure mm-hmm. that if you, if you put a phone number, the phone number works. <laughs> yeah, that's an important one, especially I mean, on those days when you have the changed hours. I'm going to tell you, it, it's it's one of my pet peeves. It's like there's like big brands for even, you know, really fine dining restaurant. And they have mm-hmm. a phone number and the phone number doesn't work. I mean, yeah. did someone looked into this. Did you know that you're losing money over this? So it's it's things like that. And then social media. And I know it's not for everyone. But it it also creates that bug mm-hmm. um, in in our industry. Maybe quick service or full service. Um, no matter what industry you are, it you know people try to see what's an update mm-hmm. with your brand. Um, what's new right now? Is there a happy hour change? Is there a promotion? I know it's their anniversary in July. What are they offering? So it's things like that that people really look forward to right now. And of course, when you do that, you have to refresh all your creative assets, enticing photos, but not deceiving. Mm -hmm. Let me straighten that out. There are photos out there for your menu that some of them are deceiving. They'll They'll show you like this big stack of burger for five dollars and mm-hmm. you see it it's like this yeah. <laughs> right big so we want to make sure that you what you show is you know not something that people will be upset about yeah and lastly community community um involvement community engagement um local events festivals charities whatever it is in your community it does make a difference in your community when you show that, hey, you know, I'm part of this mall strip and they're doing this. You know, I want to be part of that or mm-hmm. I'm part of this uh, mall and they have this, you know, brand activation at so and so they want to do this. I want to be part of that. It just shows that, you know, you're not an entity in that community you're part of that community and you want them to actually embrace that as well. You want them to come to your restaurant, open your doors. Yeah, for sure. And engage with them. You know, don't, don't just be a, a a brand in an ivory tower, get out, engage with your customers, talk to them, find out what they like, what they don't like. And then your listening to your customers will help you to, to create content and changes and stuff like that. That'll resonate with your audience and you'll continue to get traction. 
That's how we actually revamped in less than eight months the loyalty that we launched in February. Wow. In February, I was just new to the company. I was like five months in and they were working something um, before I joined and it was surprise and delight. And that's where people are saying, I just don't want, you know, coming here and I come here often. And then all I have to do is, you know, purchase the ramen and then get a you know, free small plate. I can do that. That's easy. Mm-hmm. Get, give me something that I will look forward to. So that's how we revamped our, our loyalty program and then created a mobile app in four months. And now it's crazy. Wow. It so if you're listening out there, I know. if you want to make a change today or this week, make a mobile app. <laughs> <laughs> well, we tied it in with the loyalty program yeah. and then, you know, the uh, gift card provider. So we uh, work with uh, Patronics on that oh, one. Yeah. So we, yeah, we told them, you know, what we were looking for and what our, you know, audience, our customers are looking for. And then we, you know, created a point system loyalty mm. where, you know, for every dollar spent, you get a you know, point and then you get um, your birthday anniversary, your birthday um, um, reward, and then your anniversary on the day that you sign up, you'll get a anniversary. Oh, cool. <laughs> that is cool. That's unique. Yes. I don't think I've ever seen that yes. anywhere, actually. Yes. 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 So we celebrate your anniversary. Yes. Very cool. With us. So mm-hmm. who are some other folks that you think are out there doing local marketing really well some other brands that you want to give a shout out to i am really a fan of wendy's a lot of qsr actually wendy's um jack in the box is a little funny Mm -hmm. (laughs) um white castle they have a lot of uh, cost marketing um effort that they're doing supporting um autism um uh that organization they they do really well on that um, crumble. Mm, they, yes. Uh, crumble is taking off. Like, I don't know. It, it, it's like, it, they're sprouting everywhere. Like mm-hmm. mushrooms. It's like everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> a little rain. And they're like, Oh, we have another crumble. Right. Yeah. They have a brand that's like, <laughs> sure. that's like, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned to me earlier that you're from the outer banks. We talked a little bit about duck donuts and uh, they're, donuts. Yeah, they they have a good. It's just like Crumble, how their social presence. They just their product lends itself so well to be like photographed. Yes, and act, and making sure that all of their partners are actually really well acknowledged. Mm-hmm. So, so when they start, you know when how they started, and then acknowledging their partners, where you know to how it took them to being this big brand, mm-hmm. you can pull the kind of culture that they have. I mean, Duck Donuts is a, you know, this small town um, donut shop. Like I said, vividly remember. And I, I told them Betsy this randomly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw her at, I want to say, was it RLC or, yeah, it was, I think it was RLC. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, reach out to her and I said, listen, it's like, this is the memory of my kids growing up. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, as soon as their spring break, first thing that they think of, I want to go to the corner street, which is actually two blocks away from us. They walk, oh. go there, lined up, you can smell it. Yes. 
Yeah, very yes. cool. Yeah, they they are very um they're very gracious and like you said they they promote their partners. We had we don't even partner with them and my son made some video with his Legos that cuz Betsy was on her podcast and he made a little video about what she was talking about and they sent him a package like a swag box with all this like thank you stuff and it was super cool. He was super excited and it just made him love the brand even more. Yes. So it's just it's like the, the personal touch. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're a really really good brand. Um well awesome. Well, you know, you talked a little bit about racing and how you're such a fan. Is there a story behind why you love NASCAR so much? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, um being from Outer Banks. Yeah. So and it's funny and it's true, but my driver before, um, this was back in 2008, 2009, I believe, is Juan Pablo Montoya. Juan Pablo Montoya came from F1, uh-huh. went to NASCAR. I love underdogs. I don't care what everyone says <laughs> because he's really good in uh, road course. Mm-hmm. Watkins Glen is his favorite track. He always smokes that track. Mm. Anyways, he used to drive number 42 in NASCAR. Mm-hmm. And he left NASCAR. And who took over his um, car? Kyle Larson. Oh. I have loved Kyle Larson <laughs> since <laughs> the beginning before. And I don't want this as a, you know, like an excuse from everyone, like saying, oh, is that why you picked him? No, it just <laughs> happened to be. You it know, is magic when you when you when when your your loves align, you know it is magic yeah. for sure. The so I so thought they, yeah. I thought yes. it would be really cool since you have such an affinity for NASCAR to maybe give an opportunity for you to see yourself as part of the winning team. That is so cool. Can I have that? <laughs> uh, no, you can't. Of course you can have it. Yeah, I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> I've never that is turned so cool. that is I've never turned oh. anyone down who's asked for their image. So that was uh that oh, was a fun experience God. for me. <laughs> yeah. That is so funny. I'll get this over to you uh, for sure. Um, I wanted to make sure I got the the colors as as close as I could um, to Hendrick Motorsports colors, but uh, got pretty close there. This is yeah, AI, incredible. Yeah, and I know it's it's pretty amazing, and it's actually kind of big right now uh, because it's Daytona 500 next week, so it's one of those big races for um, the NASCAR community, um, also for you know all the partners, the brands. Um, this is when we, you know, support um, Kyle to the fullest and Hendrick Motorsports. For, um, and one of the cool things that we're doing this year is that every time he wins on a Sunday, the following day, you get $5 off your, uh, his favorite um, combo. So we oh, call cool. it Fast Lane Car. Yes. That's awesome. So now you can ask him, what type of promo there's going to be for when you win, because now we see that you do. (laughs) Oh, I appreciate it. Uh, I love what I do. I mean, I think um, every day, you know, I I 
talk to different uh, colleagues or peers in the industry from different concepts. And, you know, I'm open to ideas all the time, open to collaborating. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something that I'm really, really passionate about because I think sometimes um, people look at the power of knowledge. And to me, it's like the more you share to others and you collaborate, I think the more you're, you know, you really enhance the creative juices in your head and then it's just it comes out naturally mm-hmm. um so it's so inspiring for me to hear what the others are doing like yeah i feel the same way that's why we do this podcast it's because a lot we know like within the industry like i want to help as many people as possible and this is a cross industry uh podcast there's just lots of local operators that just need help kind of moving in the right direction and they don't have the backing of corporate or maybe the support of corporate in many instances so Whenever we can give insights from folks like you, it's a huge win for those operators. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there are some that are one-off and some are multi-unit. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it surprises me the multi-unit um, thinks that, oh, we're already established in, you know, in the industry. We don't need that. But they don't know what they're missing, you know, the chunk of, you know, market share that you're missing if you disregard local store marketing. So to me, it's like very, very crucial um, mm-hmm. for any businesses. Yeah, exactly. One thing that, that, that reminded me of earlier, you mentioned social and how folks just need to get started on social. It's one of those things, the one specific thing that you mentioned that resonated when you said some folks just think it's not for me, it's just not for me. But in reality, like it's for everyone. It's, it's super cheap, if not free in many instances, and it's the fastest way to organically get your word out there. So if you feel like it's not for you, just start somewhere, create a piece of content, put it out there, and just get just get comfortable with posting. And it could be video, it could be images, it could be written paragraphs, just some sort of content so that you can start to build some momentum, some confidence in yourself. Because Social media is like, that's where a lot of local growth happens and, and awareness happens is, is starting with social. I agree. And it's to some, they think, oh, that's marketing. Social media is marketing. It's not it's just a chunk of it, but you have to make sure that you're also part of it, uh, at least, because that's a way of, you know, reaching out to your market. Uh, let's say your market, you didn't know, you know, increased from 13 years old to yeah, or actually it scaled down and you think that your market is just 28 to 44. Yeah. But a lot of kids like 13 to like 28, what do they do? They're always on phone, on mm-hmm. social media. So you would want to at least, you know, have that chunk of awareness and exposure. And then you don't have to overdo it, but at least be there to update that. You have a happy hour, tell them you have happy hour. It's daily, three to five, it never changed. You have a new, you know, LTO, you let them know. You have a Valentine's promotion, it's a great way to promote it. Yeah, and build in public, like show your processes, highlight highlight how you're mixing things up in the kitchen, highlight some of your employees, highlight some of your customers. Eventually your customers will start generating content for you once you get enough awareness out there. And then, then it's just a, a, a rolling stone like Indiana Jones. Watch out. Virginia. Next thing you know. <laughs> well, Hey, I appreciate it. That's a good concept. That's right. That's right. 
Well, hey, it was awesome having you on, Kai. Uh, how, how can we uh, let folks know how to follow you? Me? Uh, they can, you know, they can search for me, Kai Palmiter. Um, I have a website, kaipalmiter.com. You can see all my, you know, social media uh, handles there. But I'm pretty big more on the LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, more than actually the social media, because the social media part mm-hmm. it's like personally i don't really update that as much as i used to when i was younger but <laughs> yeah i mean i'm more on the linkedin side um even you know any milestones or update or news about our company i actually post it there so that's that's something that i always do so you they can you know find me there or um like i said kaipalmeter.com you can find everything even my photos yeah the photos are actually <laughs> incredible i was blown away i couldn't make any I was going to make a funny AI version of you in like a stock photo, like a corporate sterile stock photo. But then I looked at your photos. I was like, wow, these are incredible. Um, but how about, how about, can they follow Jinya? Where, where can they find Jinya on social? So Jinya Raman Bar uh, on Instagram and TikTok. Um, actually also on X. I don't mm-hmm. know if anyone uses X, yeah. but we're also there. <laughs> But it's on X, it's actually Junior Ram, Ramen Bar TM, trademark. So, um, and then also Facebook, Junior Ramen Bar. Uh, I know some, some folks still go there and actually miss messages yeah. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, there's a certain demographic, yeah. maybe a little older end, that like Facebook is still a core social platform. So it makes total sense. Yeah. Well, awesome. Yes. Well, hey, this. Then our mother company is in um, is on LinkedIn, Jenya Holdings. Oh. So that's our main company because we have five events within the company. So they can find us uh, under Jenya Holdings. Very cool. Very cool. Well, awesome. Well, like I said, Kai, it was a ton of fun having you in the lab. I thank you so much for joining us. You had a lot of awesome insight for our listeners. Thank you so much, Justin. I really, really appreciate it. And I hope I didn't talk too much about NASCAR. I was trying not to. And then also, right? I'm, I'm glad I did. You, I hope. You did, but that's okay. We can edit it. No, it's totally fine. All right. Have a good one. Thank you. As always, thanks for joining us in the Local Marketing Lab. This podcast is brought to you by Evocalize. To learn how Evocalize can help you grow your business, visit Evocalize.com. If you learned something new from today's episode, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook at Evocalize, that's E-V-O-C-A-L-I-Z-E, and on X at Evocalize, Inc. And remember, keep innovating and trying new things. You never know what's going to connect with your audience until you try. Until next time, thanks for listening.